Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. home now. I thought you were going over to Janie's house after school. Janie had choir practice. Oh, did... choir practice? Janie? Yes. How can Janie have choir practice? I don't know, but she does. Well, well I thought you couldn't be in the, in the uh, Sunday school choir until you were in the fourth grade at school. And Janie's in the third grade with you, isn't she? Yes. I don't know how she got in the choir. Well, did you ask her? Yes. I said, how come you can be in the choir and I can? What did she say? She said she didn't know. She said her mother called up somebody and they said she could be in it. Well, that makes me good and mad. Well, when you said you wanted to be in the Sunday school choir, I called Mrs. Sargent and she said no third graders definitely that, you, that you'd be eligible next year when you're in the fourth grade. Well, I don't understand how Janie got in the choir this year. I don't either, but it makes me mad too, and it makes Ruthie and Sandy and Carol mad too. Because they all wanted to be in the choir, too. Well, I should think so. I think that is very funny. Well, I will call their mother. Jenny said, ha, ha, I got in the choir and you didn't. Oh. Well, don't you worry about it, sweetheart. I'm just going to find out right now how Janie Wooford got in the choir. Oh, change your clothes if you're going out to play now, darling, please. Hello? Yes, Elner. I just heard. Betsy just got home from school. She just told me. Well, Eleanor, if Janie Wooford, who is in the third grade, too, can be in the Sunday school choir, then I think your Mary Lou and my Betsy have just as much right to be... Yes, sir. Well, you call Ann Wooford, and I will call Mrs. Sargent at the church. Science has unlocked the secret of the atom. It has hurled satellites into space. But science has yet to determine what makes CBS Radio's Bob and Ray tick. Tonight, the boys may welcome again to their program such distinguished guests as Chico O'Rourke, who's attempting to establish highlight as the national sport of the Emerald Isle. Or again, you might meet Great Aunt Sarah Lee Clabby, who will teach all the kiddies how to make a yo-yo out of dental floss and a donut. Then there's a the possibility that the entire cast of the Off-Broadway review Tickled Pink will have individual sandwiches unveiled at the gala Bob and Ray Gourmet Club. 
course, it's possible none of them will show up, that Bob and Ray will have to select their guests from a queue of peculiar people lined up at the stage door. But no matter what eventually happens, you can be sure of hilarious listening on the Bob and Ray Show tonight, along with Amos and Andy, Andy Griffith and Burns and Allen, on CBS Radio's Evening Comedy Time. Listen and laugh. Yes. Yes, well, that's why I called you, Ruth, because that Mrs. Sargent told Alan the same thing that she told me. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. Well, for I know. Sake. Are you still on the phone? Yeah. Tried to call you before I left the office and the line uh-huh. was busy then. Well, look, Ruth, see what you can find out and call me back. Fine. All right. Oh, golly, am I tired. What a day we've put in at the office. I am so mad. Wait till you hear. Look, darling, if it's bad news, save it, will you? I've had a rough day already. Well, it isn't exactly bad news. It's just infuriating news. You know how Betsy wanted to be in the Sunday school choir? Oh, she did. Oh, she did. You know she did. Well, when I spoke to Mrs. Sargent about it, she said Betsy was too young yet. She was only in the third grade at school. And she couldn't be in the Sunday school choir until she was in the fourth grade. Well, oh, so look, I if said... they have rules and regulations, honey, there isn't anything you can do about it. She'll get in the choir next year. Oh, boy, it's good to get my feet up and relax. Well, that isn't the point. Ramshaw was on the rampage Listen. all day, driving us crazy with his pep talks on how to increase business. Oh, was he? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sorry, dear. Anyhow, what happened? Betsy came home from Throw school. Throw me that paper, will you? And Never mind. Never mind. Oh, don't read, read the paper now. I want you to hear this. Betsy came home and told me that Janie Wolford was in the choir, and poor Betsy's just crushed. As are some of her other little friends, because they all wanted to be in the choir, you know. Uh-huh. Well, I said, how come Janie got in the choir? She's in the third grade. Well, Betsy had asked Janie that, and Janie said she didn't know. But her mother just called somebody, apparently, and she got her in. Well, I tried to call Mrs. Woodford and see why her daughter should be an exception to the rule, you uh-huh. know, to make this a mess. Well, she wasn't home, apparently, so I tried to get in touch with Mrs. Sargent, and she wasn't in. And Ruth Bates is now trying to find out who we should talk to, because I... You're not even listening. Oh, darling, look, I've had a hard day. I mean, I, I don't like Betsy unhappy, but to begin with, you've rattled on, so I don't even understand it. This is nothing I can do anyhow. Betsy wanted to be in the choir. What choir? Sunday school choir. And they wouldn't let Betsy be in it, but they have apparently let Janie Wolford get in it. And why? Oh, I don't know, darling. I don't know. Look, don't drag me into it. Why not? You're Betsy's father. I should think you would be interested in things. Oh, there, there. There's probably Ruth Bates calling back now. Maybe she's found out something, you know. Oh, boy. It seems to me we got enough problems. Hello? Hi, Ruth. Yes? You mean you called Mrs. Wolford? What did she say? Wasn't uh, home when I called, no. Uh-huh. Betsy's doing enough outside things this year. Anyhow, she's taking piano uh-huh. lessons and dancing lessons. Uh-huh. She's in the brownie. You said yourself, she, you know, she was doing almost... Why, that months. is just ridiculous. Yeah, Furthermore, I think that. it's unfair. What did you say to her, Ruth? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I don't blame you a bit. Not uh, a bit. I uh, will. Sure. I certainly will. Yes, thanks for calling. All right, Ruth. Yes. Goodbye. Well, oh, honey, now calm down. Mrs. Wolford had called Mrs. Sargent at the church and said she thought her daughter should be allowed to be in the choir because even though she was in the third grade, Janie's half a year older than the other third graders. Well, I don't see that that has one thing to do with it. Do you? Well, do you? I mean, that's I all. mean, the rule is they're supposed to be in the fourth grade before they can be in the choir, and it's so typical of Mrs. Wolford to try and get an exception made of her child. Well, I don't like people who do things like that. It just makes all the other children unhappy, and they feel left out. I'm going to call and tell her what I think. Oh, no, really no, am. honey. Look, you you like Mrs. Wolford. Now, don't start something. I didn't start it. She did. 
You know what else she said to Ruth? Makes me mad. She said, after all, Ralph and I are always doing so much for the church. At the Spring Bazaar, she said, Ralph gave up his evenings and two whole Saturdays to build all the wooden booths for the bazaar. Well, Build all the booths? What about the rest of us up there working? You know, when you come right down to it, Ralph Wolf had sat around most of the time telling stories while the rest of us did the work. Yeah, well, that's what she said. Furthermore, she mentioned all the cooking she does for the church stuff as well. Now, you know, she doesn't do any more than anybody else. Than I've done. I mean, I just don't think it's fair. Of course it's not fair. Look, if the rule is that that choir choir members have to be in the fourth grade, at least, then age has nothing to do with it. I know, that's what I think. Well, I love the way Ralph Wolford just takes credit for building all the booths for the bazaar. But, golly, I think I'll call him first. Now, look, look, as you said, let's not start something. I only meant I thought we should look into it. You're darn right I'll look into it. Why why should my poor little Betsy be brokenhearted? Anything that makes me mad is people who push in and ask for special favors at the expense of everybody else. Who's this Mrs. What's-her-name who said it was all right? Mrs. Sergeant. She's head of the Sunday Sergeant. school board or something Yeah, well, look, like she that. could either dismiss Janie Wolford from the choir or else she can include Betsy and the others. Well, she won't do that. Well, look, then I'll just call Ralph Wolford and he can, he can withdraw his child. Well, he won't do that. All right, all right, then. I'll, I'll take the matter straight to the top. Who's the top? The minister. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Minister. Well, oh, dear, maybe I shouldn't have dragged you into it at all. Why? Why yes, shouldn't I'm... you? Look, I am Betsy's father, and as her father, I, I think it's my duty to see that she's treated fairly. Where's the phone book? Look, I called you, Mr. Parker, because you're one of the trustees of the church, and, yeah, Mrs. Sargent told me to call one of the deacons. So I called Mrs. Shipley, and then he said to call you. Well, now, look, somebody must be able to do something about it. Donnie, please, I don't lose your temper. Well, I think either the Wolford girl should be dismissed from the choir or the other children admitted. Now, look here, my daughter Betsy and her little friends are very unhappy, and I think they've got every reason to be. Yes, 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 I don't care whether this matter comes under the junior youth group or parish administration or whatever it comes under. I do think something... Piper. Betsy Piper. She's not the only one, Mary Lou Beitner and the Bates girl. She's not the only one, Mary Lou Beitner and the Bates girl. Unfortunate. Is that all you got to say? I mean, that it's an unfortunate matter? Now, look, look, Mr. Parker, either something is done about it or or we'll join another church. Goodbye. Join another church? Who are you calling now? Who I should have called in the first place, the minister. Oh, brother, this miserable cold and my sinuses. Haven't you heard about Dristan? Dristan decongestant tablets not only help drain all eight sinus cavities, critical areas of cold's infection, but circulating through the blood, Dristan reaches all congested areas. In one fast-acting, uncoated, three-layer tablet, Dristan, for the first time, combines a decongestant to shrink all swollen membranes, relieve pressure and pain, an exclusive anti-allergic to help keep breathing passages dry and clear, pain relievers to ease body aches, reduce fever, vitamin C to help build body resistance. This is Dristan. Today, Dristan is widely imitated, but the exclusive Dristan formula cannot be duplicated. For real relief from cold misery and sinus congestion, there is nothing, nothing like Dristan decongestant tablets. Well, what did I tell you? I got it settled. 
Where are you? In the kitchen, dear. Come on out. Oh, oh yeah. Look, the, the minister didn't know anything about it. What? He didn't know anything what? about it. Yeah, he, he agreed that it was not fair, oh? that rules are rules, and no exceptions should have been made, uh-huh. and that, that either the Wolford girl should withdraw, you know, they should withdraw Janie from the choir, uh-huh. or the other little girls should be allowed in, too. Where's, uh-huh. where's, where's Betsy? Oh, that's wonderful, <laughs> honey. She's outdoors yeah. playing. Oh, you're... <laughs> I'll call her in. Yeah. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. And let, let me tell Betsy. Oh, I will. I'll call her yeah, in. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Betsy? Hello. Oh, hello, Ralph. Come on in, dear. Daddy's got some good news for you. Now, just a minute, Wolford. Come on in, darling. What do you mean I'm stirring up trouble? That's right. I talked to the minister. Stop your feet down. Get the snow off. Well, why should your daughter be an exception? And look here, while I am asking questions, what's all this about you doing all the work building the booth at the Spring Bazaar? I think a few others of us pounded in a nail or two. <laughs> Betsy, dear. Yes. Now what's the trouble? What's the good news, Daddy? Well, the same to you, pals. How do you like that? Ralph Wolford is sore at me because the minister called him. He says, my daughter was accepted into the choir, and she's going to stay there. <laughs> well, look, don't you worry, Betsy Kins. If Jenny Wolford stays in that choir, you're going to be in that choir, too. Oh, I don't want to be in it now, Daddy. What? What do you Choir practice is on Friday. And Susie and I just formed a new club. We're going to have our club meetings on Friday. You are going to be in the Sunday school choir. But I don't want to now, Daddy. Now, I, is that typical? Is that typical? Oh, I, I, mean, look, I knocked myself out phoning all over the place, getting dozens of people embroiled in an argument. I've made an enemy of Ralph Wolford, a guy I actually like very much. And now, now... Oh, darling, 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 now Betsy will be in the choir. I will not. I now, you listen to me, young lady. Your father has gone to the office. Golly, it never failed. I said, this is the last time I will ever interfere. This is the last time. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers and is produced by Walter Hart. Mm-hmm.